I got love for you, man. You know what, I'm <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Cabby Presents podcast. My name is Cabby. I'm your host. I hope you've been enjoying your summer or fall or whenever you hear this. Whatever weather system you're experiencing, I hope that it's fun and not miserable. I've got a great conversation that will cheer you up with one of my dudes. Before I get to that, I want to give props to Summer TV that I am currently binge-watching. I'm actually working on a piece about binge-watching TV shows and binge-eating with some baseball players like Jose Batista of the Toronto Blue Jays, Travis Snyder of the Baltimore Orioles, Mike Napoli and Pablo Sandoval of the Boston Red Sox, and they they watch some pretty interesting shows. That'll be out in August, so check for that soon on SportsCenter on Cabby Presents. This summer, I've been crushing out Mr. Robot, Humans, Power, Ballers, and True Detective. I recommend all those shows. Except for maybe True Detective. Great cast, great miscasting with uh, Vince Vaughn, but still kind of interesting. The other shows, though, like Ballers and Power are just popcorn shows. Power is about a, you know, uh, like a drug dealer trying to go straight and, and all these other things weaving in there. And Ballers is about a former NFL player become financial manager and trying to navigate through the waters, the murky waters of the lifestyle of a lot of NFL players. And then Mr. Robot is about this hacker who is part of a secret society of hackers, kind of like Anonymous, but you're not quite sure if what you're being presented with is the truth, is reality. So it's like, it's a little bit of a mind bleep. And then humans, about artificial intelligence, like, Synthetic humans living with actual humans, and the synthetic humans are like their their slaves, their assistants, and that one's very. It's got it's got some nice twists in the in the works. Okay, so the, on this podcast, like there's some sports, but there's a lot of pop culture. Like we, I blur the lines on this, so I'm just gonna give you a little a little taste of the summer movies I've enjoyed, uh, and actually when my when my dude gets here. Um, to have this conversation, I'm going to ask him about the movie that he's enjoyed the most this year. I know he doesn't watch a ton of movies, so I know there's like one or two that he's really into. For me, Mad Max, Amy, the documentary about Amy Winehouse, Ex Machina, Spy with Melissa McCarthy. I start laughing because she's just so great. Chappie, and I really liked Focus because I'm a huge Will Smith fan, and Margot Robbie, bad as hell. 
Before my guest sits down to have this conversation, I want to remind everyone to score big on game day for you and your guests with Subway Catering. Choose from our delicious piled high sandwich platters or go all the way with a custom-made giant sub. Visit Subway.com to order now. Subway, eat fresh. Listen, some orders may require 24-hour advance notice. For a large part of this conversation, we're going to keep it in the six. I'm going to keep it rooted in Toronto because uh, the Blue Jays and October's very own, a.k.a. OVO, a.k.a. Drake, have torched the city in the same week with uh, general manager Alex Anthopoulos pulling off huge trades, acquiring Troy Tulowitzki from the Colorado Rockies and David Price from the Detroit Tigers. That made huge news. And then Drake for pulling off getting LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Kanye West, Pharrell and Will Smith in Toronto and for them to all take part in OVO Fest at some portions of the weekend has been unbelievable. Portions of the August long weekend, I should I should say. My guest has been a mainstay in the city of Toronto and is one of its most popular athletes. He joins me in the studio right now. If it's going to be uh, an interview, I'm going to conduct it. So I'll answer my own questions, ask myself the questions, then give y'all the answers. The last time I saw this man, uh, we were talking about a bunch of things having to do with the city of Toronto. Uh, in fact, we were at a baseball game. And there I was with sticky fingers from uh, chicken, chicken wing grease. I think I had some pizza grease on my face. Uh, and my guest was just comfortably chilling back and just saying how enthusiastic he was about the Toronto Blue Jays and the moves that they made and a potential playoff run, one that the city of Toronto hasn't seen in baseball in 22 years. I'm happy to be rejoined by Joffrey Lupo. The, he's on the uh, Mount Rushmore, the most handsome dudes in the National Hockey League. Welcome, sir. Thank you. I think it's... Uh, when I spoke to Sagan, Tyler Sagan at the ESPYs, I was like, yo, Patrick Sharp's going to be on your team. Like, right, like he's coming to your team. Like you're no longer going to be the most handsome dude on your team. But you go league-wide. I think it's you, Patrick Sharp, Tyler Sagan, and um, who's the fourth most handsome in your sport? Uh, Henrik Lundqvist. I'm not sure why I knew that, like off the top of my head like that. <laughs> see, I, mean, I, saw, I did see you at the baseball game last night, and you said this was going to be – uh, just easy and really comfortable, and here you are making it all uncomfortable already. So, <laughs> well, let's hopefully, talk this isn't a sign of things to come here in the next whatever fifteen twenty minutes. Listen, I'm I'm listing the dudes. It's, it's not I not you're. I'm not going to burden you with listing. Yeah, but we're st- I'm stuck in this tiny little room with you. And just like <laughs> the audience doesn't know that the audience there's a, there's a guy listening at the gym and a girl listening on her way to work, so they don't know how how close we are as far as proximity goes that you're in this jail cell for the next little while. Okay, so um, uh, Blue Jays. You, you know, like, this is one thing that the audience doesn't know about about you and uh, uh, that you have you own a David Price jersey. You and Kevin Durant are like the first humans to own Toronto Blue Jays David Price jerseys. Did you get the blue or the white? I got the white. I like. I wanted one of the white ones anyway, and I th- and when they got price, I mean, price is price is sick, man. I've always thought price was was awesome. So when the Jays got them, and then I was at the game, and the city was going so crazy. I guess I just got caught up in it, and I was like, 
hold, I was with my buddy and I'm like, hold on, I'm, I'll be back in a second. And I went and got the jersey <laughs> and, and threw it on and, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm ha- hopefully he's here for more than a couple months, but yeah. um, again, it, it's super exciting. I, I remember, I'm a huge Blue Jays fan. I remember watching back when they won, what did you say it was, 22 years ago? Yeah, 92 and 93. Damn. I still remember exactly where I was, so I guess that's, I'm dating myself a bit. But wait, do you remember where you were for the for the like the the out at first base or the Joe Carter home run? The Joe Carter home run, for sure. I I mean I was in my my parents' basement and I was like jumping <laughs> around the bases just how, like he was. Were you in pajamas? How old were you then in '93? I was ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you may I mean you may have been in pajamas. I mean it would have been like. Nine or ten o'clock. You were in, in Alberta, in right? Edmonton. Yeah. So it would have been like maybe nine o'clock, ten o'clock, maybe. I mean, I said I remember the home. I don't remember exactly. I don't remember what I had for dinner or anything. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm stoked. When I went to the game the other day, I was like, like all the guys coming up. I'm like, wow, Tulowitzki plays for the Jays now, and Donaldson and David Price, and I'm like, this is this is pretty rad. Yeah, and Jose, and think, we have like four All Stars yeah, yeah, yeah. on our team on the. Or and and as you could, you, I mean, you could see the rest of the. And the rest of the people in the crowd were thinking the same thing. Like yeah. everyone's, everyone's stoked. It's awesome. So they, so like just this week, you've been to two baseball games. Yeah, I went two, to two. Yeah, two Blue Jay games, and uh, and like, when was the last time you went to back like to Blue Jay games on consecutive nights? I'll usually. Well, I live in California. I live in in LA in the summer. So when they come to play the Angels, I'll usually I might go back to back nights. Will you? But typically, I've, I've in the years I've been here, I've went to Rogers Center, and it, it it's not that fun of a place to watch a game, or it hasn't been lately. Yeah. But that's all changed in the last couple months. So now I'm now it's uh, it's fun. It's, yeah, you you were saying like uh, like last night, like you know the crowd stands up on O two or like two two yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. two, like two strike count, yeah, yeah. and you know clapping for the pitcher, and then everybody's and, you know I was I was watching uh, when David Price made his debut. I was with like eight of my eight of my dudes, and we were like you know we were. St- standing up making so much noise I don't know how the pitcher concentrates or how David Price was concentrating with like 50,000 people roaring and you know trying to encourage him but like you know you go to a basketball stadium it's the home crowd they want you to shush they want the the basketball player to be to have like no distractions I mean obviously in the worst is or even tennis you can't say anything you know the dude's serving and and certainly not golf you can't make any noise but here you're a pitcher who has you know, is you know the strike zone is not very big. It's got to be pinpoint accurate, or the or the batter's going to hit a home run. But that guy can focus in a raucous environment, and it's and it's nothing. Do you when you're when you're, you know, when it's like late in the third and the building is is on fire and the building can you can you guys feel the or hear the the noise? Or are you just so locked into the oh, game? Oh no, certainly you can. I mean, it's that makes it fun. It can give you a little boost. Um, it just makes the game more fun for the players, and it makes it more fun for the fans too. Like I think you heard Price after his first game; he's like, "What an environment!" Like my jersey was shaking, the mound yeah. was shaking, whatever. And we, we've had it like that in Air Canada Center before, and it makes it just makes the game so much more fun for the um, for the player, and 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 likewise for the fan. I mean, those are the type of games you remember being at if you're a fan. You are. Uh, you said you're a baseball dude. Were you? Are you like a fantasy baseball dude? Like, do your does your fandom of the the sport go extend into actually drafting a team or participating in fantasy baseball? No, I can't so say. I've, I've like ever. That. I've never done that. Never done a fantasy baseball team. So you're not no. like a nerd. You're not like a baseball nerd. 
I'm not. Well, I got a jersey, but I'm, I'm like, <laughs> oh, like you're, you're a fan. You're not like a nerd. Oh, yeah. There's a okay, difference. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they like, but are you? Do you ever do football pools? Yeah, I think we usually do a team fantasy football. How many? How many years have you done? Have you ever won one? I've never won one. No. I usually I'm I'm really into it for like the thir- first three or four weeks and then I kind of there'll be like one week where I just you forget to say your you your, forget your, to your say lineup. your lineup your running back gets hurt and then I just quit. <laughs> <laughs> so is it fair to say that you finished in the basement of your team's various teams' uh, fantasy football leagues? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's the chirping like as far as fantasy football goes? Like, are some guys really into it? Where they talk about their teams more, like yeah. I mean, I got. I'm sure you do too. I got lots of friends that want to talk about fantasy football all the time. Yeah, I have a friend. My friend Ari wants to talk about his fantasy baseball team. He's like, he's a fantasy nerd all the time. Like, dude, I don't care about your fantasy. I care about my fantasy baseball team. I don't care about your fantasy baseball (laughs) team. So I don't know. I want to know about you know you got you know Edson or whoever pitching and this person closing and like and that kind of stuff. So uh, it's uh, it gets competitive, but not overly competitive for you guys, fantasy baseball wise, fantasy football wise. Yeah, no, I've never really, I've never really gave it the full effort. Maybe, maybe this year, but dude, will you just give it some effort? Like it's just drafted. I'm a donator. <laughs> you just I'm filled the pot. Yeah, I was recently in, uh, I was in Montreal uh, to to cover some CFL things, and the coach of the Alouettes was saying that uh, they have a swear jar. Do you guys have? Have you ever guys had one? Not like here in Toronto, but just in. Any it's like he can't swear in the locker room? Well, well you but it's like they, what they say is you owe me a you owe me a loony or that they say that's a loony a loony that's a loony. I mean, yeah, I, I'd be glad to pay a loony sometimes for a swear. What's the what's the fee on this show? <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone sweared on here before? Yeah, we have to bleep it out. Oh, it's, usually, it's usually me, but yeah, uh, yeah. Because I get ex- as you know, I get excitable and then I just. Just turn into a rhinoceros, and then the language isn't suitable for all audiences. Ah, so it gets uh, it gets uh, tricky sometimes. Oh, listen. So um, I see you rocking the OVO hat, which is dope. And uh, you and I both experienced one of uh, one of the best shows in the city, courtesy of Drake and his assorted guests, headlined by Kanye West. But he also had the uh, incomparable Pharrell. What were your thoughts of uh, of the concert? And like, where were you at the Molson Amphitheater for that OVO concert? Um, I was I was kind of up in the front there in the pit, and it was awesome. I mean, I, I'd never been to one of the the OVO fests before, um, so I was I was pretty pumped. But just the the energy in the building, like you can just see how much um, Drake means to the to this city right now, and. And and the stuff that I mean, he goes above and beyond for for this city to uh, to represent and and bring in guys like a guy like Kanye West to to come in and and Pharrell. Um, I was pretty pretty impressed. So both those guys played. Kanye West probably played eight or nine songs. Yeah. I mean, it was it was awesome. But just the the energy in the in the whole stadium and and on the stage, you could just feel like how much just love there was between the fans and, and Drake. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool what he's doing. I know you go to a lot of festivals and music is a big part of your life. Um, but at that particular OVO show, were you singing some of the songs or were you, were you rhyming along with Drake? Like, I, I guess how much of his music do you know? I, I would say I know all of it. You can't help but know all of it if you're living in. I've been living in Toronto for five years. It's yeah. everywhere you go, right? <laughs> sure, yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I was singing not like you were. I didn't lose my voice. <laughs> I didn't. I, this guy's a radio host, and he lost his voice at the concert. Yeah, not, to, not, not a smart move. He had not to take a, a sick day. Yeah. Not because he was sick. He just lost his voice. Dude, I was singing like an 11-year-old girl. Like, a, and, and Drake didn't even, for those who didn't go to the show, Drake didn't do any slow jams. It was all upbeat. All the songs had fire. There was a, it was a, the, he maintained this consistent electricity over the crowd the whole time, and he's a really seasoned performer now. Like his his uh, maturation as far as stage presence and charisma has been great to see. And he's like he's a great performer. Uh, so I had no I had no choice but to get caught up in in it. Like I was I didn't faint. I mean I wasn't you know, but uh, I was out there singing. Were you, I mean we're, okay, but were you? Were you singing the new tracks like Charge? How much did he do? Charged? He didn't do charged up. He didn't he just do had, charged up. He just said charged up Maybe on the screen. Maybe you did faint after all. <laughs> but he did. He how, up. Did you know? Did you know much of back, back to back? Back to back. Yeah, of course. Because the song just dropped five days before the thing, and he mentions you know the fest is in five days in in the yeah. song in the Meek Mill diss track, back to back, which is such a banger, and the whole crowd just knew, you know the. A few, you know, they what's the guy's name? What's the guy? The counselor? Uh, Norm Kelly. Norm Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Norm, Norm, Norm Kelly made an appearance too, <laughs> which was nice. For, it was Kanye, Pharrell, Future, and Norm Kelly. <laughs> Norm Kelly. For those who know, there's a there's a city, Toronto city councilor named Norm Kelly, who many people like myself believe that there was like a 21 year old or 25 year old intern running his social media accounts namely his twitter account which is amazing because you see this dude he's like 60 um doesn't look like he's from uh the hip-hop generation i'll say it looks like he's he looks like an nba head coach that's kind of what he looks like and um and and during Drake's show, I'm sure the Utah, some, ja the Utah Jazz NBA, <laughs> yeah. like he's an assistant hey, for Jerry like, Sloan yeah, yeah. from like '86 to like '98. Um, and uh, so when when Drake first you know he took the stage and he started, what do you think of him starting with back to back? That's actually I was there. I was there with Kadri, and he said he asked me. He's like uh, he was. I mean, this guy loves Drake. Yeah. So do I. But he like he loves Drake like maybe more than you love Drake. Like, <laughs> I, he don't likes, I don't know. He seriously likes Drake. Um, and he was like, we were walking over there and he's like, what do you think he starts with? And, and he said zero to a hundred. And I said, I, I said, he'll start with back to back for sure. So did you say, you, you said, yeah. So I think he, I think he owes me some money. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think it would start with back to back, but it was such like, it just gets the crowd. It takes him to a hundred, like real quick. Starting with back. So then anyway, so as he's performing, there's all these memes, these Meek Mill memes, on on stage on this on the screen behind Drake as he's as he's performing and like I was looking I wasn't looking at Drake as much as I was tr looking at the images like all these funny memes you know Nicki Minaj braiding Meek Mill's hair and and for those who don't know Meek Mill is this, this rapper from Philly who accused Drake of ghostwriting uh, a verse on his song called Rico on Meek Mill's album which which started this feud and then Drake just murder death killed him with um back to back charged up was like some subliminal shots but then absolutely bodied him as drake said you got bodied by a singing mm, uh in uh in back to back <laughs> and he and he bookended it he started with back to back and he ended with back to back were you um when he when he performed know thyself were you jumping up like were you do you jump at all at concerts like if you're catching the vibe i wasn't i was i was swaying pretty good i wasn't like i wasn't i wasn't jumping 
I didn't. Um... Joffrey, who has to be on stage for you to be jumping? Like, does it have to be like the Chili Peppers? Does no, no, be... I don't know. I just gotta, I gotta be into it. But, um, I and I was into it too. I was just, I was just tired, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I need, to, I need to, to know the artist that for sure. Like, you're gonna be jumping up. Like, did Kanye move you to, to jump when he was doing like? Actually, I don't know. So he wait, he did he did stronger, he did power, he did I don't like, he did Paris, Kanye did um what else off that's Mercy. He did hit his verse on Mercy. He did Black Skinhead, he did New Slaves. Oh, he did it all. He went above and beyond, but I, th- yeah. I thought he was out there for like three songs. But to answer your question, no, I wasn't jumping. I got a, I got a bad back. I got two, two bad knees. I mean, I can't be, I can't be no, jumping you don't. around like you. you d- Dude, there's wasn't there's like the shoulder maybe like you're yeah. you're not you're putting you're not putting a friend on your shoulder and jumping yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. Dude, I was jumping. I was, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure I didn't see you during the actual show, but I don't need to see. I didn't need to see you to know that you were that you were jumping. <laughs> I was, I was on the floor as well, and uh, I was like, if. If I'm looking at the stage and I was to I was to the left of the stage and then there's a center pit and then there's to the right. A cool thing, um, I don't. Did you get? Did you meet any any other athletes? Yeah, so uh, some of the Jays guys were there, so I I chatted with them. Um, Had you know? Did you know them before? Yeah, a couple of them. The team's mostly new now, though. But yeah, so that's I, true. Yeah. Um, so those guys were there. Like who do you? I like saw other you know guys. I saw Jays? Kevin Durant was there. I, I but I wasn't gonna like go start talking to him. I was just I just wanted to enjoy the show. Just lay in the cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who? Okay, who do you know on the Jays? Who do I know? I know I've met Batista before. Um, who else? Which are the other guys? Have I? Uh, Encarnacion was there. Kawasaki, yeah, yeah. Aaron Sanchez. Yeah, Kawasaki. He was great. Man. <laughs> he was awesome. He was, great. he was. He was. He was lit. He yeah. was like he was hyped before. <laughs> there was like there's like an area backstage of this lounge, and that's where the the Jays were were chilling. And uh, Calabella was there, uh, and uh, yeah. Kawasaki. His face was already red. Was you say he was wearing a cowboy hat? Right? I don't think I saw he him with the cap. Yeah, I, I would say, or it could have been like a some type of like traditional Japanese hat. Could have been, sure yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, he was just. He was awesome. He was a good time. He was having a blast. He was bowing at everyone. He was rad. He was cool. So, uh, so the Drake. Show. Yeah. So, so know know yourself. So the so the the second last song, he brings out. It was like a posse cut, like a Wu Tang Clan. Like Wu Tang in the '90s would have like 39 dudes on stage. Like all the uh, ancillary anc- ancillary uh, members and uh, dudes part of the squad. Like your July Fourth party. <laughs> He had like that many dudes. Did you put that on 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 IG? Did you put What's that, that? Your July like your picture of all the people that came to your. Uh... Yeah, I, I put a picture on on there. Yeah. Okay, so then people will have seen will have seen like there's your, better ones. <laughs> yeah, you're a huge squad. Like that's how many people were on stage when Drake was was singing. I was running through my six, running through the six with my woes. And Baca, who Baca is referenced in the in the song, Baca was home. He was on. He was the guy right next to Drake. Was he? Yeah, and I don't really know that much about Baca's story, but I know I, I saw that he he was there and and he was he was certainly uh, taken in that moment, back to back, back Sweet. to you back. You didn't get up. You didn't get to get up there, huh? <laughs> no, but I, I, I get. Big, I've seen you interview Drake, and I know you're you're always pumping him up, but you're not quite. It's you're not OVO cap. No, not, not yet. quite yet. No, no. They listen. I, I interviewed Nico, one of Drake's. 
a, a guy on the OVO team. He's actually one of the co-founders of OVO, the uh, October's very own. Like it started as a blog and then became like uh, a whole group. But I, I interviewed Nico, and then at the end of the interview, I gave him a, an owl. The owl's name was OVO Cabby. And ah. I was like, uh, I was like, yo, well, not enough to get on stage, though. Huh? <laughs> no, no, I'm not sure. Just Listen, a, just a keepsake. There was a, there was a, there was a. Okay, snowy owls. You know, they they live in the Arctic, and certainly at the Molson Amphitheater, there was a, there was a, there was a certain fragrance in the air. It was a very earthy green, uh, which I'm not sure if the owl would have made it out uh, sober, if you will, if the owl was exposed to such. Uh, Fumes, yeah, and uh, scents, might, aromas. He might have lost his voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are the other? I know, I know, you're a, a music festival guy. What are the other uh, festivals that you've been to this year? Uh, Bonnaroo. I always go to Bonnaroo. Is that the one where you guys rent a like? Uh, do you guys rent T Pain's van once? Yeah, some, it was someone like that. It was T Pain. It might have been T Pain. Yeah, Biz told me it was T Pain's. You rented T Pain's like, like road. Yeah, you know, like a tour bus. Road bus, yeah. tour bus. Yeah. Did you rent it again this year? Well, there was a bus. I'm not sure whose it was. <laughs> it had all the amenities, like bunk beds and a like, chill air, like a PlayStation. Like what was on the bus? Yeah, there's like TVs, beds. He doesn't leave the groupies, but <laughs> um, no, there's a fridge, a shower. It's nice. It's nice. It's the only Bonnaroo's four days long though. So if you don't have like a good setup, like I mean, you you could be in one. There's people sleeping in tents and stuff. It's like 100 degrees, but it's the best festival as far as just a great crowd, um, super chill vibe. And I don't know. It's just become like my yearly trip. Like if I go to a music festival, I go to Bonnaroo with Where is the that? same crew. It's a it's in Manchester, Tennessee, so it's like an hour north of Nashville. So you fly to Nashville and then drive to Manchester. Yes. And the, who's oh. part of this crew? You said you're with your normal crew. Um. Couple buddies, Scotty Upshaw, Shane O'Brien, and a, uh, another couple buddies from California, and then usually some some other people, some new <laughs> some new friends, some some friends uh, that uh, you meet at the uh, at the at the festival. Yeah, just other really enthusiastic um, music Concert lovers, goers. Concert goers. So wait, when you go to a festival four days, are you there at like? Noon to like ten or or midnight every day. No, no, I'm. I'm um, like, how hard like, do you go for four days? As no, far as not that. Just watching and listening and experiencing yeah. During the, the day, I mean, when the sun's out, it's like tough. You only have so much energy, and especially when you're thirty. So God, I'll don't just make, watch don't it. Make, I'll, I'll punch you in the face. Don't make okay. thirty sound like it's so old. <laughs> if you're seriously, if you're like, if you're like Latroy Hawkins at forty-two. Yeah, throwing yeah, yeah. Four, 94 miles an hour for the Blue Jays as a reliever. Then, then you got like, an okay. excuse? Okay. Then you have an excuse. You're 30. All right. Like you're in your prime right now, my G. Okay. Um, to, to answer that though, no, I, I'll like watch <laughs> one show, then go chill for a bit and and whatever. You know, you always have the certain the certain bands you want to see, so you kind of make your schedule and, and go from there. Who was the highlight this year at Bonnaroo? At Bonnaroo, Kendrick. Oh, sick. Yeah, he was. Was Kendrick on stage with anybody else? Was a schoolboy there or J Rock? No, nope. just Kendrick by himself. Yeah, and I was expecting expecting possibly some other guests, but to be honest, he doesn't really he doesn't need it right now. Wow, was Kendrick wearing a, a tracksuit? He was not. He was not wearing a tracksuit. I've seen him in concert couple times, like a tracksuit. He just he usually wears just like regular like he wore like like Air Maxes. Yeah, or... yeah. He's I mean Kendrick's chill. I mean you can he seems like so relatable for like uh, mm. for like a big. A big time rapper, where it's just like his 
his look and his persona and like his lyrics and everything he just seems like a pretty chill dude like whereas some of these other guys like I love Kanye but like Kanye gets up there and it's like wow this guy's like I mean his like, his ego's so big and he's he's trying to to put on such a show and Kendrick has the opposite vibe where he's just up there and and just doing his thing and his voice sounds so cool is he I mean it was it was a real cool show yeah I, I it'd be awesome if Drake brought out Kendrick next year for OVO Fest seven but you're already making your list for next year yeah right? I know but listen I mean I'm I'm still basking in the the afterglow of OVO six because I thought it was sick like. Even for I didn't I didn't I didn't know I and one of my friends like sent me a text like do you want to know who the surprises are? I said no I don't want to know I want to I want it to be a surprise so that I can so that will add to my enjoyment of the experience. So seeing Pharrell come out to Snoop Dogg's Drop It Like It's Hot I was like oh wow you hear the music first I'm like oh okay it's Snoop I didn't expect Pharrell I mean you see Pharrell and then he moves into fronting fronting and then he goes into freedom and he's just he he's he's cool like he's you know, he's a producer turned performer, so he doesn't have like the same gifts as like Drake or, or Kanye do, or maybe even Kendrick. But man, Pharrell is just like such an incredible artist, like in every way. And I was I was singing in that one, like not dropping like I was fronting for sure. Cause yeah, you know, yeah. Pharrell goes in that falsetto. <clears throat> and I think that's you where I was trying to go falsetto. Yeah, right? I was trying to go falsetto, and I think that's how I lost my voice, Joffrey. Yeah. Not because of all the other stuff that was there. <laughs> <laughs> just just singing front and front. It was Pharrell, huh? Yeah, just Pharrell. And and, and Fetty Wap go my way. Bing, 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 Okay, so Kendrick. Uh that was Bonnaroo. Then so what did you go to Coachella this year? I did, yeah. And wow, it's sounding like I went to a lot of music festivals. But we had a lot. Yeah, of, we, we just talking about two. Yeah, we didn't even get two. into like all the like tier two festivals, like Oshiega, <laughs> and then like what's the one in New York? Oh, you, you know what? I, this is actually you'll like this story. I was um, I was flying the other day from L.A. to to Montreal, and on my flight, I got up to go to the bathroom mid-flight. I went to the bathroom and I came back and I saw Kendrick and Nas were both sitting up. They were sitting right in front of me, but I just hadn't noticed when we got on. And so I was like, whoa, like, I'm like, sweet. Like, I was, I was pretty stoked. And then we went in, the flight was going, and they said, you have, you're going to have to put on your seatbelts. There's going to be some turbulence. And we hit some pretty rough turbulence. And the only thing that was going through my mind, I was like, if this, if this plane goes down right now, would, am I going to, would I get mentioned here? Like, am I going to get, <laughs> with these guys on there? Are you going to be on the like, CNN scroll? Like yeah, on the yeah, bottom, I wanted like on the to ticker. know if I, would, if I would make it on the bottom of the CNN ticker, and uh, I wasn't sure. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Like Nas and, and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I don't think I would have got it. Like, TSN. I'd make it on the TSN yeah, yeah, T for yeah, sure. You'd be first. You'd be first on TSN. And then it'd be like, yeah, and also Nas and Kendrick Lamar, some, yeah. some rap rap artists. Yeah, but I just thought any like actual actual like worldwide news, I, I don't think I, I would have made it at all. And and um, by the time I had finished thinking about that, the plane everything had sorted itself out. So luckily, it wasn't a big deal. But did you interact with those guys like on the plane or or afterwards? I said welcome to Canada. All right. Okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that was that was about it. Did you could, did you hear a response? Because Nas Nas speaks at a decibel level that's like around maybe someone's grandma. Like it's very, it's very low. You almost have yeah. to like lean in to hear what Nas says. Yeah. Kendrick probably a little bit, probably very similar. They're very they've been compared to, to each <clears throat> other because they're both exceptional lyricists, like the best in the game. 
yeah. for their generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, to answer your question, no, I didn't really. To, I mean, I didn't want to bother those guys. Enough people were were bothering them. They didn't need me to. I know if you were there, you certainly would have bothered them. <laughs> so you can't understand. Dude, I would have sat in Nas's lap. Yeah, you can't understand why I didn't. <laughs> but... I, uh, I I've interviewed both, and I and I one uh, one question I asked to Kendrick, I was like, "You have this famous song called." Uh, I said for the TV, I said, "Please don't kill my vibe," and you know there are many. I, I'm sure I kill a lot of people's vibes because <laughs> I'm obnoxious and I have no self awareness, and I'm just a sweaty big human. Um, so I'm sure in that situation, I would have I would have certainly killed his vibe because I just would have been talking, like I'll, like I've been I would have been the enemy of silence. Yeah, and just like talking, and you you have to be like, Cap, just please, for the love of everything holy, shut the <laughs> up. <laughs> there we go. That's a loony. There we yes. go. <laughs> Finally, you didn't want to say don't kill my vibe, but you say <laughs> that's, that's true. Right. That's true, right? right? Exactly. Like, shut the <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Listen, there's no consistency with me, Jeffrey. It's just it's just all over the place. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> Bonnaroo, Coachella, that was a uh, Drake had. Like, who, yeah, we were, we were kind of talking about this yesterday. Who were the three headliners? <clears throat> ACDC was awesome. Jack White, who's one of my favorites of all time, and Drake. And that was where Drake actually got a bit, I mean, he got some bad press after that for... Oh, was that the Madonna kiss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so what'd you hear? I haven't heard, I just, I don't know, I haven't asked him, like, yo, what what happened? Like, did he get, did she bite him? Or like, because he, when he, sort of when she released him, he had this look on his face, like he didn't enjoy being kissed by Madonna, who was 107 years old. It makes yeah. you taste like powder. Like, I don't know. Not like not like drugs, like because she's old. <laughs> and like some kind of like, like make dust. Him dust? Yeah, like dust. I mean, he's like you said, he's a, he's evolving as a performer. Um, <clears throat> he just played a lot more slow jams at that particular show, which I mean, they're cool too. I mean, lots of people were liking them, but were you singing I mean, the slow jams? I was not singing the slow jams. You know, you didn't get into like best I ever had or come through or. Um, Hey, how do you wait? Okay, here's a question for you. When you're out at a like, and you're out with your boys and you're enjoying a night, and like a song comes on, and it's like it's a great song, but it's a female artist, do you have to stop yourself from singing either the chorus or some of the lyrics? Like, are you aware that like how you might look if you're singing? The, the words of a female artist versus a dude's. Yeah. I never really thought of it. That's what you want to ask me? We only got a couple minutes left. And that's what, that's are, are we, are we, uh, <laughs> listen. No, I, I don't know. I've, I've, I was I, there's a lot of female artists I like. Okay. So uh, artists but, like Rihanna, Nicki Minaj and you know. Like, yeah. Like, no, I wouldn't be singing like Nicki Minaj song. Florence like, and the I Machine. Be, like, I feel like that's kind of in your lane. Yeah. 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 I like Florence. Or, uh, or Lana Del Rey. I would sing like the Florence song, but I wouldn't try and do it like loud, like like you were doing at the Pharrell. Like, <laughs> I would maybe just like mouth it or something if I had to. I stop myself. I stop myself because I'm like, yeah, I don't know how this is gonna look. Like, I'm a grown man if I'm singing "Bad Blood" by Taylor Swift. Who it's a super catchy, but I'm like, am I gonna look weird? You know, like I, I remember out of being at a club where there was. Do you remember the song Brandy? And Monica, this is the first time I ever recognized it. Brandy and Monica had a song called The Boy Is Mine. Yeah. And I was out, I remember seeing a dude singing it, and I was like, that kind of looks weird. Like, it was like, it's like, like, you know, it looks weird, but like, I don't know if that's so masculine. 
Singing that boy is mine is not that masculine. Not that masculine. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to be like not not so masculine. But then again, I'll sing front and like Pharrell and try to hit the falsetto. So I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Dude, ACDC, oh, I guess like it just gets you to nod your head because those, those beats yeah, was are so like, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, do you find, do I you was do with th- a bunch of people and no one wanted to go. So I actually went by myself because I was like, damn, I got to see ACDC. I'll never see these guys again. And I'm not a huge ACDC fan, but... It was rad. It was loud and just like, it was exactly what you what I thought it would be. Just yeah. So do you? I don't even know what this thing is called, but the what is this called? This finger gesture when your pinky finger, your index finger, and your thumb are up in the air. I don't air. think you necessarily throw the thumb out. It's oh, just you like just this. do. You just do the index finger and the pinky finger. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do there. Like the Texas Longhorns. I think it's Texas. Based, it's like the Texas Longhorn. Yeah. yeah. Does it have a name? I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's like, do you do like that at concert? Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't think. So, wait, are, do your hands ever come out of your pockets when you're at a, at a show? Like, do you do you put your head your hands above your arms? Like you're like if you know, like in hip hop, they're like throw your hands in the air. Would you be on that tip? Uh, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> oh my! God. I don't know. It depends. You're you're like Kendrick or like Nas on the plane. Like you're yeah, so yeah. chill. Like in, <laughs> you're we're the opposites. At We're the opposite at the concert, and maybe maybe in life too, because you're way more reserved and uh, uh, collected than than I am, because I'm a friggin' donkey yeah. most of the time. You just play you play an emotion. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you don't sometimes. Uh, okay, couple things. Uh, what was the what was the what was your favorite movie of this year that we were talking about yesterday? Oh, Ex Machina. Oh yeah, yeah Ex. Uh, I think it's Ex Machina. I think. Machina. Yeah. Uh, if you guys haven't yeah. seen it, it's. The, the, I don't know how to. I mean, it was, I think it's I Machina, that movie based on like Machina? some. There you like go. some Roman, Greek something, ancient Greek something. Is that, that right? I think I think it's Ex Machina. I'm gonna look that up. Uh, I think the actor was Oscar Isaacs, who plays like the the genius, the the inventor of the AI, and then there's I can't remember the act, actor's name who plays the. Uh, the IT, not the IT guy, but the programmer who goes. Yeah, to the he plays a little nerd who screws everything up. Right, what yeah, he, it was what he plays. So wait, that that's well, that's, that's, that's kind of a spoiler, actually. No, right? he, a little bit. No, just, but you can tell right from the start he's a little nerd that's going to screw everything up. <laughs> but the movie, it's it's just so well done. I thought it was I thought it was really cool. Is that your best. favorite movie of 2015? I think so. Do you see like off Ju- the top of my head? Do you yeah. see like Jurassic Park and the Avengers and Furious Seven? Do you see any of those? No. Mission Impossible. Not yet. I w- I'd watch that though. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Like Tom Cruise always gets. Actually, I was watching the things. Avengers on the plane the other day, but I fell asleep. <laughs> uh, what about? Um, Do you see Spy with Melissa McCarthy? <laughs> no, she's so good. She's so good. She always gets my twelve or fifteen bucks too. She does every time, dude. I'll Tammy. Uh, you know the one with Jason Bateman, which I can't yeah. think of the name. Brides, from since Bridesmaids, I'm like she will get my twelve bucks or fifteen bucks every single time. No, she's funny for sure. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll check it out. What? Oh, you, wait! You saw Mad Max this year? Yeah. Did you know any of the girls in Mad Max? No. I feel like your life, like <laughs> you are, you have certain access to, uh, like the, uh, the world of entertainment because you are. Well, I guess some would consider you're an athlete, but you're also in the entertainment game. You know, as an as an athlete, it's entertainment for us. Yes. You know, and uh, and obviously living in Los Angeles County. Oh no, you're in Orange County. I'm in Orange County. Yeah, I mean, right next door. <laughs> Do you wait, to answer your question, uh, no, I don't think so. But I, you know, is my favorite. Charlie Saren's my favorite. Yeah, she's dope. Yeah, she's 
so beautiful, so talented. Have you have you seen her in real life? Have you met her in real life? No. Have you though? What? I would tell you. <laughs> I don't know if you tell them though. Like uh... yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, you're you're my favorite, man. You're my favorite, man. Because we're like when like whenever, whenever. We hang out. You know, it's just it's just two things I want to talk about: music and other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If, yeah. That's cool. And I'm sure that maybe that's a break from the conversation from that you have from, yeah, yeah. with other people because they just they're I mean this this fan base is so rabid for your team. And yeah. It's, you know, and it's, you're 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 a rabid fan for information. <laughs> Yeah, listen. I do this for a living. And I like to listen. I like to ask questions. And hey, what, uh, randomly, uh, you don't have any tattoos, do you? I got two. Do you? I got a couple here on my on your wrist, but like wrist really small. Yeah. There's. I was at the, when I was at the concert. I saw. I saw a friend of mine uh, who's a, she's a photographer, and she's like getting like the the blueprint for like a full sleeve of ink. So it's just the black outlines of this like design. This I don't even know what the design is. And I was like, you really want to? I mean, it's too late now because the outline's there. But I was like, man, that's like your full sleeve. That's and commitment. Like, and she went from nothing to the full sleeve. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe no, maybe had like non visible, non visible yeah. tattoos or like hidden tattoos to like now everybody knows like you're gonna have this. And she made an interesting comment, and I was like, she said she doesn't want to be normal. I'm like. But I feel like, do you feel like nowadays more people have tattoos than people that do not have tattoos? Uh, I'm not sure. I think, yeah, I'd say more people have one somewhere. The key is to just, I would say, just get one that's kind of like meaningful or something. If you like just see someone else's cool tattoo and you're like, oh, I want that tattoo, I, I think you'll probably, that might get a little tired after a couple of years. Um are they as addictive as they as people say? Like yeah, I got one get... one day, and then I got one later that night. So Did I you would say, actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I was able to to rein it in after that. What are they? I mean, people can't do. People even have you ever taken a photo? Like, not really. I don't. I don't really okay. talk about them too much. All right, fine, 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 fine. They're pretty pointless, though. It's not like there's any. Um, it's not like a music note because you are such a music dude. Like, if you weren't playing hockey, then you would be writing music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So, but neither of them are a music note. No, are they? no, okay. neither a music note. Me, how many guesses? I can't even. I can't even read music, so I wouldn't even know what note they're they're putting. <laughs> like a treble clef. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. So lastly, um, you're here in the city for a bit, working out, and then when do you when do you come back like full time? And then, um, yeah, grind. I came I came back this week because I I wanted to start skating. I've been off for probably like well since mid-April so I started skating this week how's your body dude can you get a it's pretty good can you get a cryo chamber can you can cry- you please yeah like, yeah I've been using the cryo chamber this this summer actually the one where it's like minus 200 you yeah, go in there for like two minutes or you go in for three minutes and you and you're just, you can't wear anything right because you're free. well you got to wear something to cover, yeah, 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 yeah. To cover you gotta, your your bits and pieces yeah and something on your fingers or toes or I think they'll just like fall off oh wow it's really cool. How painful um, is it? It's not too bad, to be honest. Like, it's it goes by really quick. Two minutes in, like, oh, geez. What about a hyperbaric chamber? Can you get one of those, please? Like, uh, can we just get one? I can f- ask the team. Do you sure. Think- 
Get them to deliver one your crib. Can we get a hyperbaric? Actually, they don't listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't going to work. I think I'll have to actually call. Yeah, you have to actually yeah make it send an email or something to somebody. Get I've been trying to get Jeff Carter to get a hyperbaric chamber for like probably five years. I'm like JC, come on, my dude. Like you're. I'm concerned about your ankles. He goes, man, I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, you could score 900 goals if you just, you know, just take care a little bit. Care. You know, he told me that um, Eric Cole told me he's got one, and he was in Dallas last year. I'm not sure if he's still with the team. He said it feels like when you go on an airplane, it feels pressurized like that, but that's really it. And you just sit in there like Michael Jackson had one, Terrell Owens had one. Yeah. Dude, you could be on that list. You could have one too. <clears throat> How much are they? I think you can afford it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's much. I don't know how much they are. I'm guessing. It was just like the list of people that started like Michael Jackson, Terrell Owens. Okay, listen. Yeah, they made some money in their t- their day, but I don't think I'm not. I'm not sure it's out of your out of your budget. Maybe you could just finance it. All right, and then just re- return it uh, in April or June. June. We're gonna I return that. To return we're return that end, in at June. The end of June. Yeah, uh, Joffrey, I appreciate uh, you coming in and and letting me harass you for. I think it was like an hour. This was like longer. You agreed so you to like 10 tw- minutes. You said 20 minutes last night. Yeah. 20, and it's, it's an, yeah, it's, it's been a lot longer than 20 minutes. So I appreciate that, man. Plus you gave me the wrong address. So I was like an extra 15, 20 outside. <laughs> Listen, with all the swearing, this thing's only going to be about 22 minutes. And <laughs> like, uh, I'll, uh, I'll see you when you get back to the city and uh, we will continue to talk about music and, and other things that we're, that we enjoy. And I All enjoy right. I enjoy uh, uh, I enjoy you letting me be the rhinoceros that I am, and then sometimes shooting basketballs at your place. <laughs> you can shoot you can shoot hoops at my place anytime. Sick. Thank you for listening to Joffrey Lupel on the Subway Fresh Take Hotline. Fresh. This was Cabby Presents the podcast. Oh yeah.